we meet again, my friends. I'm back from a three-month stint of, you guessed it, doing the most. We're going to get into all of that in just a second, though. I'm Holly Coley-Murchison, and you're listening to From Holly With Love. One part micro-podcast, one part written digest, one part playlist. From Holly With Love is my bi-weekly newsletter of practical stories, resources, and inspiration for becoming who you are while creating work you love. Today, I'm recording from home in Winston-Salem in the sunroom, and nature is nature and kind of hard in the background, so we're going to see how this goes. Um, yesterday marked the one-year anniversary of From Holly with Love on Substack, so it's our anniversary, y'all. Uh, first and foremost, I just want to say thank you so much to each and every one of you who continue to choose to commune here with me. It really means a lot. And I hope that y'all are getting a lot of value from the time that we share here together, however frequent or infrequent. It's been a minute. We have so much to catch up on since, you know, the last time we were in conversation in March. And we'll get into that in just a sec. But first, I want to give y'all a little forecast of what to expect from this edition's written digest. So in Gifts for Your Growth, I'm bringing back the From Holly with Love survey. I know some of you are new here. Some of you have been kicking it with me here for a few months or more. And as I dream up new ways to tell stories that add a little bit more value to your world through this publication, I would love to get to know you better. So there's the link in the written digest with a short survey of questions. I would love for you to just take a few minutes and answer that if you can. Also in Gifts for Your Growth, I included this interview I did back in March on five things I wish someone told me before I began leading my company. And I know there are a lot of you listening who are freelancers, consultants, entrepreneurs, movers and shakers of all different kinds, and I think it might be useful to you. And I also included one of my favorite Creative Mornings talks. It's from Esther Perel, and it's all about relational intelligence. I think each and every one of us could stand to just take the time to be with that talk this week or next or whenever you have time. Um, and then in Fuel for the Week Ahead, I dropped some of my favorite things. First and foremost, have y'all seen Everything Everywhere All at Once yet? Let's talk about that in the comments of the digest, please. I've got to say, it's one of my favorite movies in a long, long time, and I'm excited to catch it in theaters again for a second watch. And I'm not going to lie, I'm probably going to buy it to watch it online again, too. Also included a link to a sneak peek of a project I worked on for Juneteenth with Upwork. And the Seven Bops playlist is back. I curated this playlist back in April, actually. And it's this really sexy, sultry, watery vibe that's perfect for this Cancer New Moon energy. Um, I really enjoy losing myself in this playlist. And I hope y'all do too. So give it a listen. And that's what we got for Fuel for the Week Ahead and Gifts for Your Growth. Let's take it over to what's on my heart this week. So it's been three months since we last chatted here and y'all, there was so much going on. I remember the last post I wrote was like, hey, I'm, you know, working with my good friend to launch this business. I'll be back next week to tell y'all what it's all about. And then life just got exponentially more intense and I was like, nah, it's going to take a minute for me to, to, to come back. I had so many things I wanted to say. And I just felt so constrained in terms of like expressing it. Basically, it was like, you ever been to a buffet and everything looks good? So you try to put as much of it on your plate as possible, even when you know you can't finish it? I caught myself in this pattern of doing that with work. 
And it took about two-ish months, but I finally got to this point where I was like, nah, portion control has entered the chat. And I'm telling y'all, I had onboarded a new client for a six-month project we're working on at Oratory Glory. That's been going great. I started a new project with Apple Creative Studios. That's a continuation of a project we did last summer. Coley and Marla and Redwood and I and Lindsay and everybody who participates in the homestead planted the summer garden. I took a two-week trip to Denmark that was intentionally supposed to be a trip where I was on a writing retreat and I did nothing but focus on my coursework. And it was in that trip, this was like, I think toward the latter part of Mar- toward the latter part of May or the earlier portion of June. And I was in Denmark so stressed. And I mean, we were in a beautiful place, my partner and I. We were on this beautiful farm that one of my wonderful colleagues has. We were in the cut. It was just so beautiful. And I just felt so stressed about work. I was like, damn, I really want to unplug and not do anything, but I still have meetings on my calendar. I still have you know, projects that I need to get to the finish line. I just felt so inundated with work. And it wasn't until my partner turned to me like, I think you're stressed because you're being kind of stank. And if you know me or have interacted with me at least once or twice, I have a genuinely like playful and like silly disposition and I can get a little moody And if I'm in a funk funk and being stank, it's likely because I'm stressed and I'm not expressing that stress. And I just took a look at what was on my plate and I was like, yo, something's got to go, you know, something's really got to go. And I got to reset and refocus. And um, it was in Denmark where I started to really lean into that. I started moving meetings off my calendar that I was just like, you know, I don't have capacity for this. I started saying no to projects that were coming in because the volume was just more than I can manage. And I really got clear about how I want to be with time, you know? And I remember having a conversation with my girl, Salome, and I told her like, yo, I'm trying to figure out how I can work as little as possible. You know what I mean? And I don't mean the interior work or the familial work or the relational work. I mean like the work, the nine to five grind work. I'm like, ah, less of that and more of the work of investing into relationships and creative work and life's work. So I was like, yeah, it's time. And interestingly enough, when you decide, right, when you're like, yeah, a change needs to happen, I'm feeling this nudge and I'm ready to start moving in this direction, The universe makes a way. So this past Saturday, I get a message in the group chat from my good friend, Aquia, and she invites us all to this experience she's curating called Divine Focus. And when Aquia creates an experience, you say yes, because you know it's going to require some work and it's always going to lead to some type of transformation. So Aquia sends us the link to what the experience is all about. And... The intention, I want to read to y'all, the primary intention of the Divine Focus experience is to create a structured space for us to focus our energy, time, and efforts on something of significance to us while honoring our divine guidance. So me reading this, after having decided, yeah, something needs to shift, you know, I need to reset, I need to, you know, reground myself in a focused state of being, Aquia sends this. 
So I'm like, oh, I'm all the way in. Count me in, Aquia. She sends it on Saturday. It starts Sunday, this past Sunday. I'm like, no, 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 no. I'm in. I'm in. So Sunday comes. I was going to kick it at the house all day. And I saw a notification on Instagram about a night market that was happening at one of my favorite shops here in Winston-Salem. So I pull up to the night market. It's this shop called Fancy Groceries, where I've been finding a lot of sustainably made clothing, which is, you know, becoming more and more important to me. So Max, one of the owners, we're chopping it up in the store. So he asked me if I'm new in town. And I responded with, well, I've lived here for almost five years, but I'm starting to behave as if I do now. And it was in that moment when I said it out loud, I was like, oh, snap. That's what I'm supposed to be focusing on in this divine focus experience, on making myself at home. And by that, I mean really tending to the places that hold space in my heart as areas where I feel nurtured and cared for and want to offer up the same. And I've been thinking about how, you know, when I come home from trips, it takes me weeks to unpack you know, or when I'm traveling in different places, you know, sometimes I, living, I'm living out of a bag. And I thought about in this moment, this notion of, ooh, what does it look like to make myself at home? And what are the spaces and places that are calling me in to do that? So y'all know me, I started to take inventory. And since that revelation on Sunday, I've been intentionally clearing my plate to settle in and tend to the places that are calling me to make myself at home. And I didn't realize it, but I've actually been answering that call for the past few weeks now. Like Coley and I ordered a day bed for my office because we want to switch out the chair there and turn it into more of a guest room. Um, I found a workspace here in Winston-Salem and that's been on my heart for quite some time, you know? Um, So just been moving toward those things and the places that are calling me to do that. And those three places are very clearly home, you know, our budding homestead here in Winston. So we've got the garden going, we've got some design and renovation projects in the works. It's also related to work and specifically non-client facing creative projects that I've been putting on the back burner for far too long. Like my master's coursework, uh, my dissertation is still due September 6th. I've got a manifesto to write. I've got a literature review to write. So I'm like, okay, let me recenter and find myself at home in these places. You know, there's a docu-series that I'm developing that I'm so excited about that's adapted from the dissertation. So I'm like, let me make myself at home in my dreams and my craft, right? And in the third area is relationships. For a really long time, I've been the exempt friend, the friend who gets invited to things, but there's always the caveat of, but I know you're traveling and you're doing your thing. So if you can't make it, you know, it's cool. I am clear that that is not how I want to be in relationship with people I care for and people who care for me, right? So that making myself at home in my relationships means I'm not a rolling stone anymore, I'm not just in and out, breezing through, you know, I am taking my time with it. That means more trips to visit my beloveds and break bread with them, you know, kikiing on the phone for hours. I was just chatting up with my, my homegirl, Raina, a couple of days ago, and we ended up on the phone for like two hours. And it means, you know, really enriching moments of deep vulnerability. That's what I'm signed up for in this season of making myself at home. And, you know, there's a bonus space as far as relationships go, and that includes This space right here from Holly with Love, I have been thinking a lot and feeling a lot into like, yo, I I created this out of a desire to make something weekly. And 
making weekly wasn't sustainable. So I switched to biweekly and biweekly got kind of staggered because life and ebb and flow. But I was like, nah, I want to make room for what's calling me home. And so um, I want to show up more consistently here and better manage things that fall through the cracks. So I got myself super organized. I created an editorial calendar and a project plan through the end of September that's going to help me stick to a biweekly cadence. Some of you all are paid subscribers. Thank you. I have some juicy, juicy stories coming your way that I'm elated to share with you. And um, I'm home, y'all. This edition is my way of saying I'm back. And I'm not just back. I'm here to stay. And um, stay will look like many different things, but I'll always communicate that with you. And I do appreciate y'all being here more than you know. And my call to you as you venture off into the week and the weeks ahead and the months ahead is to really feel into what's calling you to make yourself at home. I want you to dig your heels deep into whatever that is and then act on it with agency. It's time. And that's what I got for y'all this week. I hope your hearts and spirits are well. If you are enjoying From Holly with Love, please forward this to a loved one or a homie and encourage them to subscribe. And as always, I'm sending y'all lots of love and I'll see you in July.